At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Hey there, welcome to episode 80 of the Brand Mary Podcast. Episode 80, that's a lot of episodes. Thanks for tuning in today. We're going to talk about content strategy, but I've got to tell you, I just wrapped up a live workshop and that's actually where today's episode is from, but I've got so much energy. So you're probably noticing like a different tone in my voice. When I normally record podcasts, I am usually in yoga pants, like just chilling in my office, super casual, but now my adrenaline is, it's through the roof. So if my energy is a lot for you, I promise this is not always what I'm like on the podcast, but here we are. I really love hosting these workshops. I just, like I said, I just wrapped up hosting a live one because we opened the doors to Brand Mary Academy. And so if you're actually listening to this episode at the time of its release or within a few days of its release, your opportunity to join us inside of Brand Mary Academy is happening right now. If you're not already aware, Brand Mary Academy is my high-touch membership that helps you streamline your marketing strategy and do so without relying on social media. So everything we teach inside of Brand Mary is really focused on getting you more brand awareness, more brand attraction, and more brand connection, ultimately those leads and sales, without having to chase trends or show up on social media every single day. And one of the things that I said in the workshop that I think really resonated with a lot of people was I encouraged them to think about how they found me. How did how did you find me, right? Many of them said it was through Pinterest or a YouTube video or a podcast. And it's just proof right there that the stuff that we're teaching works. And it's one of the reasons that I really, really love talking about search engine platforms, which is something I talk about a lot, because they allow you to step away, to go on those vacations. And I know so many of the people who join Brand Mary, the the community, not even the academy, but the community, and of course, later the academy or, you know, consume content, like the goal is not to be chained to the computer or on your phone all of the time. And so many marketers really are because their entire content and marketing strategy relies on what's trending or what song is everyone using, all those different things in order to actually get their stuff seen. And on the webinar, I talked about like unsubscribing to that. You know, I'm I'm really not interested in that hustle mentality of social media. And specifically, what we're going to talk about in today's episode is really thinking more about buyer intent. Like, how far does your content actually go on those platforms? And what kind of results are you really getting? For every piece of content, how many sales are you getting, right? How much money are are you making? And that's something to really think about because when we focus on this higher value content, which we're going to be diving into in today's episode, but also these search engines, the people who are finding us have a higher buyer intent. They're more likely to purchase from us. And as a business owner, that's super important. 
So if any of this resonated with you, you know, you maybe you've been thinking about shifting your marketing strategy, you're feeling like something's off, or you're just really hitting that wall, I encourage you to explore Brand Mary Academy. You can head to brandmary.com slash academy, and you can join us inside of the program for just $97 a month. $97 a month. And for an entire year, you get access to marketing mini courses on Pinterest, SEO, blogging, YouTube, short form video for YouTube shorts and Pinterest, my strategies for repurposing your content and so much more. And I wanted to share this clip from the workshop with you because I was hardcore nerding out when I was recording this. You can probably hear it in my voice, but this is the stuff I love to teach. And this is this is how the trainings really are inside of the academy as well. So I think it's just a it's a nice way for you to reframe the way that you're creating your content. I'm also giving you some content ideas and topics to get started with. And you're getting a taste of what it is like to, you know, be inside of the academy and go through one of our trainings. Because again, there's some good trainings. You can see some of the testimonials over at brandmary.com slash academy. So this specific episode, what I wanted to really drive home with you is intentionality behind your content strategy. Too many entrepreneurs are just throwing spaghetti at the wall or chasing trends and not really thinking about their big picture content strategy, how they're supporting entrepreneurs in moving through the consumer buying process, or what the purpose of their content really is. Because it can't just be about getting eyes on your business. We also want to make sure that you're getting leads and sales because just having views is not enough. It does not always translate to leads and sales. And that's where your content strategy really comes into play. So in this episode, I am going to share with you how to be more intentional with your content. We're going to jump into the consumer buying journey, and I'm going to share with you how you can create content at each of those stages and why it is so important. If you want to watch the full webinar, you can go to brandmary.com slash academy if you're tuning in within the next few days. Or if you're interested, maybe you're finding this podcast later down the line. I love to always speak to future future situations. You can go to brandmary.com slash market class. That's brandmary.com slash market class. And what you'll be able to do is watch the replay of that training. But again, I'm hoping that you're listening to this as it's released because the doors are open and I would love for you to join me inside of Brand Mary Academy. And if you've been on the fence on whether Brand Mary Academy is right for you, I really hope that this episode helps solidify that you can be super intentional with your marketing strategy and you can stop throwing spaghetti at the wall and you can start creating views and eyeballs on your website and your content leads and sales without having to constantly be on your computer, on your phone, or working. I'd love to hear your thoughts on today's episode, so be sure to send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. I don't really care. However you want to get in touch with me on the different platforms that I'm on, I would love to hear from you. And take note, have pen and paper, because I'm going to be giving you some really, really great strategies inside of this podcast episode. Again, head to brandmary.com slash academy to learn more about Brand Mary Academy, and I hope to see you inside the program. Let's talk about being intentional with our content. This might be the one that I really hope you all walk away and implement immediately because everyone is throwing spaghetti at the wall when it comes to content creation, and 
it's because of what we're seeing with trends and trying to stay up with all that information on social media. I totally get it, but it's time to be more intentional with our content and actually have our content help us generate leads and sales in our business. So instead of just sharing any old content, you need to be more intentional with the topics that you are sharing. In order to do this, you need to have a clear understanding of the consumer buying journey and how your content plays a role. We're about to nerd out and I am so excited. All right. If you're not familiar with the stages of the consumer buying journey, this is um, something that I have adapted and this is my approach to it. It's super similar to what's shared online, but I take more of like a content approach from you know, for us in 2023, essentially, because, you know, things change. So stage one, and everyone goes through this process, all right? They might move through this process super fast. They might discover your brand at a different stage, or it might take them some time. But essentially, stage one is that somebody is not aware. Your ideal customer is not aware of their problem. They're experiencing symptoms, but they don't necessarily know why they are experiencing those symptoms. Stage two is now they've identified the problem. They're like, oh, this is why I feel this way, or this is why this is happening. And they move into stage three where they start to look for solutions. They're starting to look for solutions to solve their problem. And A, bing, bing, bing. They are like, oh, this is what I need to do. This is totally it. I get it. Fantastic. Which moves them into stage four, where they are now searching for a product or a service to help them solve their problem, which ultimately leads them to stage five, which is paying, right? Pulling out their credit card, typing it in, using PayPal, whatever, to make the purchase decision. This is so important. This is so, so important. Okay. Um, I saw a question come in and I'm looking at it real quick. Sonia says, I don't solve a problem with my product. It is a luxury item. How can I apply this? Every business solves a product. Every, I mean, oh my gosh, that's not every business solves a problem. You have to, right? Because we buy things to solve a problem. Now, I don't know, you know, everything about your business, but you say luxury items. So what is the problem that they're experiencing? It can be a want. It can be a need. I use the example of like eggs sticking to a pan all the time. Like I've got a pan, but my eggs are sticking to it and it's a problem every morning and it stresses me out and I just need a different pan, right? That is a problem. So I encourage you to really think about that specifically. So even with every product, if it's jewelry, you know, what is the problem that they are experiencing? Yeah, I am very aware that I need luxury. There you go. <laughs> I love that. Do they have a special event coming up? It is, a, is it a memento? Like what is your specific niche? All right. So why is this so important? Because people are going to find you at different stages of this process. And I have a really great example of how we've seen this in my business. So, sorry, y'all. So these are three screen grabs from clients that I have that I've worked with in various programs that I offer. The first one says, um, this blog post linked in the new module is giving me flashbacks. It's from when I found you on Pinterest. I was getting ready to build my new website and I discovered you. Okay, these are paying clients, by the way. The second one says, you know, we ask um, for my intensives. We ask, how did you find me? Google search, which is how most of my one-to-one -one clients find me. And the question is, if you feel supported with the responses that I give via email, will you be ready to invest? So not only did this person find me on Google, but they're ready to invest. And this is no call. Like we don't, ha I haven't had a single call with them. It's all email exchange. 
And the third one, hello, so great hearing from you. I was shopping around. I felt 100% sold in investing in your intensive with you. Count me in if a February spot, spot is still open. Sorry, I cannot talk. These are all examples of people who found me via search engines and either worked with me right away or worked with me later. And I think the last one is so key because as marketers, we have to know that our ideal customer is shopping around. A lot of uh, marketers and business coaches will tell you that if somebody is shopping around or having conversations with multiple people, that you should just forget about them. No, because if you were to go out and buy a mattress, you would shop around. You would see what the best one is. You would look at reviews. You would learn more about the brand. You might follow them on social media. Our ideal customers are doing the same thing and will become better marketers when we realize that and take that into consideration. So these three examples are great examples of the different stages that I shared. So number one, most likely found me at stage two or stage three. Either they were problem aware, like, oh, I, I want to create a website, but I don't really know where to get started. Or maybe they knew they needed a website and they were looking for something specific. Stage four, right, looking for a specific product or service to ultimately support them, found my website, inquired straight from Google, or again, the last example is showing someone moving from three to five, right? They're aware of what they need, they're shopping around, and then they're making the purchase decision. All right, so now, oh, now I want to give you something that I've never shared before. So if you want to take a picture of this, do so. I'm going to give you specific content examples to share at each one of these stages, and we're going to talk about how they all fit together, all right? So stage one of this process, again, you're focused on content that addresses the symptoms that they might be experiencing and educating them on the problem and the solution. Here are some examples. The number one reason you're experiencing blank, why you can't figure out blank, why blank isn't working, how to fix whatever the symptom is, and three ways to improve the symptom. So again, the language and stuff is really meeting them where they are, they might not be aware of the problem. If you're creating a bunch of marketing material about the problem itself, guess what? It's going to right over their head because they're looking for things that relate to their symptoms. Now, stage two is focused on helping them make tiny wins or victories and educating them on the solution. Because remember, they're, they're now aware of the problem and now they're trying to figure out like, how do I solve this problem? So examples of this type of content could be how to fix problem, how to improve problem, the real reason, I love a good real reason, the number one thing most people with this problem don't know, great one too, how blank overcame problem, maybe it's you, maybe it's a client, three ways to get to their desire. Because remember, when we're at the problem stage, we're also thinking about like, what does life look like when I solve this problem? And so those are really great uh, messages to include in your content as well. Now at stage three, we are digging deeper into the solution to their problem. You want to focus on what needs to happen in order to see change. So three ways to improve the problem, how to get X results. Again, starting to tie in, what do they want? What are the desires that they have? How to experience more blank. Number one thing you might be missing to get more whatever they want, how to fix this problem, right? So again, their focus and their energy now is like, all right, I know what I want. How do I get there? I know what my problem is. How do I solve it? How do I fix it? 
And then stage four or five, here's the good news, because you're probably like, I don't want to create more content. At this point, all of your content is working for you. So if someone is discovering you at stage four or stage five, and we'll talk about how you can do that in the next tip, then they're really they're kind of in that like shopping around phase. They know exactly what they need. Maybe they even know that like you and two other people have what they need. Now they're just trying to figure out who's the right fit for them. Typically the goal here is to just show proof, right? Of your expertise, of your authority, of your credibility, as well as, you know, elements that showcase your brand, like brand storytelling. So this is where your website is so important because your brand or your founder story is there. Maybe you have testimonials or case studies about your work. If you've been featured anywhere, that might be there. And utilizing things like video and audio is a great way to build trust quickly because if someone can see your face or even hear your voice, they automatically are going to go, okay, I know this person right? This is why we're seeing such a huge takeoff with short form video and why it is working so well and in demand, because we get to see behind the brand and the business. Now, here's what I want to share with you. You do not have to create like different content for each of these stages. I'll give you an example. Let's say you are, you know, your ideal customer and where the majority of them will fall. Okay. Not everyone needs to necessarily worry about tons and tons of symptom content. And not everyone can create tons and tons of solution content. Because again, if your ideal customer is automatically going to fall in the symptom phase, and I think about like, I'll use health coaches as an example. Typically, they're really symptom heavy content because they don't necessarily know the problem, right? I have a client who specializes in adrenal fatigue, their ideal customer doesn't know that they have adrenal fatigue. They just know that these things are happening. So through the content, they're educating them on the underlying problem and the solutions available to them. But one piece of content can hit so many stages at once. So let's use the example as three ways to improve symptoms. Okay. So let's say you create a blog post that's like three ways to improve brain fog. We'll just run with adrenal fatigue. Three ways to improve brain fog. And brain fog is something your ideal customer would say, I have this, this is a problem, all right? You know that brain fog is not the underlying problem. So you're going to give them three ways to improve it. But in the content, you're also going to say like, this is what probably is happening as an underlying problem. Here's how you know if this is a problem that you are experiencing. Here's something that you can do if you are experiencing it, presenting the solution. And then of course, presenting the way that they can work with you. So do you see how like focusing on this longer form, high value content can help at all of the different stages of the buying process? And again, sharing those screenshots that I had, that last one from Fatima that said, you know, I was shopping around. When we got on our call, she said, it was your podcast. It was watching your YouTube videos. It was like looking at your blog that made me go, oh yes, this is the right person for me. So take a screenshot because I'm about to skip this page and I just gave you like a ton of blog content or YouTube content or whatever. But again, all of these really come back to knowing your ideal customer. That is key. You have to know these fill in the blank situations in order to be successful in any type of marketing. All right. All right. Number four. Okay, number four is keyword research. So now we're like, okay, we know where we're showing up. We also understand how we're gonna distribute that content, long game there. And we're being more intentional with the type of content that we are creating. Now we have to optimize that content because that's the beauty of search engines. This is why they work so well. 
Someone is searching for something specific and then they're discovering what they searched for. That's why the buyer intent is typically higher. And again, it's not like throwing a paper airplane out and hoping that it lands. They're coming to you. But in order for that to happen, you have to focus on your keywords. And this is something that we cover inside of all of our trainings inside of Brand Mary Academy, but I'm going to give you some of my top tips to get started. So again, keyword research is what helps categorize your website and your content. Stop guessing on what you should title something. Stop guessing on what you should put in the uh, title for your business or the back end of your website. Use the data to back it up. What are people searching for? And so one, they're twofold for keyword research. Number one is to attract those individuals at the stage four or stage five of the buying process. These are like those screenshots I shared with you before that come from Google. I had another one come through this week. Someone found me on Google and inquired about my intensive and they are finding me because I categorized my website. I said, Google, this is what I do. This is who I am. And I have four years ranked in the top one to three spot on multiple pages for Google for my specific industry. So when someone is super aware that they need a brand coach or a brand strategist or whatever, and they're typing that in, I'm showing up and they're coming to my website and getting everything that they need. So that's number one. You always want to make sure that your website as a whole is optimized for SEO. And the second thing that you want to do is make sure that all of your content is then optimized for that search platform. So whichever platform you choose to start with, and again, this is why we recommend starting with one at a time, you have to understand how that specific platform utilizes SEO. So keywords that work on Pinterest might not be exactly the same as keywords that work on YouTube or your ability to show up and rank, you know, top on YouTube might not be the same as it is on Google with your blog. All right. So that is why it is important to, you know, focus on one at a time and get really good at that. But then once you really understand the main keywords on each of those platforms, you can use them in different ways via your content. And so one of the things that we have inside of the Academy is a Pinterest keyword tracker where you can plug in all of the keywords that you know your audience is searching for. So anytime you create content and create a pin on Pinterest, you can just pull from that tracker. There are ways to optimize this and there are tons of tools that help you with this process. And then the third thing that's incredibly helpful, if anyone struggles with coming up with content ideas, you can actually use that data to just come up with content ideas, right? You can type in your main keywords and these different amazing tools will feed you prompts of like, hey, these are three things that you could do or talk about as it relates to this. And I'm not going to get into AI and I'm not going to get into all of that right now. Maybe I'll do another training on that. But that is something that you can also utilize. Once you have the core foundation of what your audience is searching for, you can use tools like that to generate content ideas. And then, of course, you can, you know, create content around that. That's authentic to you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast. And congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. 
www.jennyfeldman.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.